Goosebumps number three, Monster Blood by R.L. Stein. It's a monster blood drive. Blood, blood everywhere. While staying with his weird great aunt Catherine, Evan visits a funky old toy store and buys a dusty can of monster blood. It's fun to play with at first. And Evan's dog Trigger likes it so much, he eats some. But then Evan notices something weird about the green slimy stuff. It seems to be growing and growing and growing. And all that growing has given the monster blood a monstrous appetite. Listener, Listener beware. beware. You're in for a scare. Nice kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. <laughs> Saber's hungry. Stay out of the basement! I must have your beautiful hands. You know how much I love how you want my bride. You must drink or treat forever. Viewers beware. You're in for a scare. I don't love cats because I'm allergic. I don't love my weird great aunt Catherine. I don't love my weird black cat Sarah Beth. Ooh! Hey guys. Hey Hi, listener. Mara. Thanks so much for listening, <laughs> listener. Hey cat. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to Welcome to Deadcast. Welcome to Welcome to Deadcast. I'm your host, Daniel Montgomery. And I'm his brother. <laughs> Matthew Scott Montgomery. I wanted you to say, and I'm your host, Matthew Scott Montgomery. Aw, tits. Lost opportunity. If you if you can't tell the difference in our voices, I'm the one, I'm it's Matthew, by the way, right now. I'm the one who always uses profanity, and Daniel's the smart one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matthew. Oh, Danny Mac. So we're talking about a Goosebumps staple. Mm-hmm, I mean, true. well, okay, so... The first three books came out at the same time. At the same time. In July, July 1992. July 1992. So this is the grand finale this of the is first it. three. This is the trifecta. Mm-hmm. Um, and Monster Blues. And I'd like to think, if you're watching this podcast, if, if you're, you're watching this tape, if, li- <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, if you're watching it, how can you see us right now? That's true. Where, um, are, you, where are you going with this one? I don't know. Um, what I was going to say was... Ooh. If you're listening to this podcast, clearly you you love Goosebumps, or you at least know what it is. Well, maybe you don't, but it, I'm the Goosebumps font. That's Monster Blood, right? If you see the cover of a Goosebumps book, classic book, it's all that. Oh, I never s- thought about it. The slippery, goopy, sloppy slip uh, font with I just the little love rubbing my fingers over, over those, those bumps. bumps. Let's bump, bump. Now that may not necessarily be what it is, but it definitely is for the TV show. Am I right, ladies? Oh, that's right. Let's talk about the cover of the book. Oh gosh, I love the cover of this mm, book. Tim so Jacobus. Much. Oh, T. Jacobus. Tim Jacobus. Just beautiful. It's some beautiful stairs, and there's monster blood dripping down the stairs. What I love about this picture too is that there's monster blood dripping down the stairs. There's a there's a broken kind of pair of glasses that's getting sucked into the monster blood, even though no one really wears glasses in the book or the TV episode. No. But T. Jacobus, I I, I got so used to saying T. Jacobus growing up, so this is so difficult for me. This is a really hard time for me. Um, oh, you're gonna be okay, Matthew. Thanks. So T. Jacobus. He does this really great thing where there must be like art words for this, where there's like contrasting colors all the time. Ooh. And if you look, Dan, I don't know if you noticed this before. I but did. It looks like Monster Blood's pouring downstairs and there's a fire in the room and there's this like fire light coming mm, from somewhere. I think it looks like, yeah, sure. There, there is a warm glow coming from mm. Mm, that warm glow, maybe from afar, coming from downstairs. From he, he really does a great job of um, capturing colors. Google it. Google. Unless you're driving, then don't. don't. Be safe, you promise. It's a monster blood drive. It's a really classic cover of just the slip slop monster blood slipping and slopping down the stairs. Mm, slip and slop. And it, and it's that those classic primary colors of bright blue and yellow. 
girl on the where it says goosebumps Daniel, why Google don't you it. do us so daniel read us the back the front and back cover of the book right before our beautiful intro so now i'm going to have daniel read us the first do you think we should do it now yeah i don't want to give away the end of the book right now oh let's save it for later he's the smart one told you i'm the smart one and this is my brother matthew fuck you <gasps> Woo! shit tits oh, oh so let's get into the book and then we'll do that fun thing listener if this is your first time listening we like to read the first paragraph and the last paragraph mm. of the book to make it one short sweet silly book Let's save that for after the description. You got it, Daniel. Oh, Matthew. So, um, the lead character in this book is Evan Ross, who is now um, uh, engaged to Ashley Simpson. He is the son of Diana Ross. He was on, he's an actor. He was on 90210. Good looking guy. Very good looking guy. He doesn't have curly carrot colored hair quite like our protagonist does. He's not 12 and doesn't have curly colored carrot top hair. Again, um, I'd also like to point out, here we go. We're on a roll right now into Goosebumps number three. R.L. Stein loves him some red hair. And and here it is featured right at the beginning with Evan Ross. Just so, that curly carrot top. So Evan is the lead of this book. He doesn't have an annoying little brother or sister. He doesn't. That's 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 something of note. Mm-hmm. Um, he does not. And he is, he is with his mom. And mom, mom, and mom has is dropping him off at his great aunt Catherine's house. Mom describes her as weird but harmless, and she's his dad's aunt. That's so right. it's effectively Evan's great aunt. Yes, her, his um, great aunt, and um, Evan's parents are moving to Atlanta, and they have to go look for a house in Atlanta. So. For some reason, they're leaving Evan with an, his great aunt that he hasn't seen since he was two years old. And she's deaf. Yeah, she's deaf. She's deaf, and he's he's going to be staying with her for an, an uh, she doesn't questionable know sign amount language. of time. She doesn't know ESL, DSL. <laughs> she doesn't. I don't know. Um, she he, Not just Evan is staying, though, at the house with great aunt Catherine. Also, trigger! trigger! Oh, the baby! So, listener, cat. Ricky, Joe, if you listen to the first episode, which they did, um, I uh, we, we talked about our, fa- our about... one of our favorite characters. Oh, I was gonna say oh, dogs are only introduced in in horror quote horror books to and die uh, to die. The only reason animals are to die. I watched um, Single White Female today. There's a dog. Is it good. I've never seen that. before. Well, there's a dog in it, and of course, of course, you know, you know what happens. Is it worth watching? It is worth watching. It's I don't 90s, think right? I don't think you'd love it. Yeah, but um, it Where is worth it. it is on it's Netflix? on Netflix. I just oh. had it on. I when when I like work out or whatever, I like to have something on and I just put on single. white Oh my female. gosh, mm-hmm. I love every movie that's like single white female, even yes. though I haven't seen single white. Yes, female. yes, yes. It's um, it's with Jennifer Jason Lee, and although I've seen that movie a couple times now, I still can't remember what Jennifer Jason Lee looks like. Okay. Anyway, do you know what who I, what I do know who looks like? Great Aunt Catherine. That's right. Yeah. Is it because of her peach house dress? No, it's it's because of her large stature and black long black hair that she has in a long ponytail. Is it her steely blue eyes? It's her pale skin and her deep voice that I was thinking Wait a of. second. I forget. How exactly do we meet her? Is she standing at the front door holding a what? She's holding a butcher knife that's dripping with blood. Oh, that's right. She's holding a butcher knife that's dripping with blood. A butcher knife. <laughs> so they're at the front door. Mom. Trigger. Oh, the baby. He's a cocker spaniel. And he's 12. He's old. Oh. He's as old as Evan is. Oh. Isn't that sweet? That cocker spaniel. Oh, that cocker spaniel. Oh my hair. gosh. He oh my god, he Who's the baby? Is oh. it you? Oh, baby. I love little puppies. I love tickling their pits. I love squeezing I love rubbing their velvety pits. puppy pits. Trigger's a cute name for a dog. Trigger is a cute name for a dog. Oh, baby. So they're waiting at the front door, and the door swings open, and it's Aunt Catherine standing there, like we described, with that like, butcher knife. She's tall and big. And and she's and she says she says I was slicing beef. <laughs> you like beef? It says she has a deep deep voice. And also, don't keep it down because it's my apartment building and it's late. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I can't hear anything because I'm deaf. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, Aunt Catherine says I can't hear you. You don't have to answer me. Which Evan points out that she speaks with with um 
without the indistinct pronunciation that some deaf people have. Oh, I just glossed right past that sentence. I was, I, I was like, okay, Evan, just tell us what's up. Yeah, that's right. Give us the tea. Spill the tea, Evan. I've never heard a 12-year-old speak like that before. Well, he's grown up. He's about to get married to Ashley Simpson. That's right. So Great Aunt Catherine is kooky Jesus. and strange and big and weird Jesus. and says stuff like, You Did have a girlfriend? Tell- you like your father. Like he likes the girl. I'm going to try to match your impersonation. She oh. also says things like, Did your father tell you I'm a scary witch? I am. <laughs> <laughs> she's so creepsy oh creepsy great aunt Catherine. she's so scary great aunt Catherine. oh aunt Catherine's so kooky she's one twisted witch so she, she doesn't really have a be- bedroom for evan well, she, she just has, has a study with a, a cot yeah so evan's um staying in this room yeah he's staying in this room this and the room smells the like mothballs ew gross everything moth in this balls. book smells like mothballs and my phone it's right there i always do that i just i just put my phone anywhere and walk away mm. i googled mothballs is the background on your phone just blackness <laughs> it is Word. it's just black oh no that's something else um and i didn't know this i i there was it's described so Did often. Did you guys always want to know about mothballs? <laughs> Welcome to the Mothballs I'm podcast. So boring. Ooh, turn it up. I'm so Ooh, boring. did you hear what Daniel said about mothballs in the Monster Blood episode of the Goosebumps podcast? Well, they kept saying, I want 12,000 subscribers. <laughs> Listen, when I read a book, any book, when I read anything, when I watch anything, I want to experience it to mothballs. the app. to the absolute fullest. I have a problem when I'm reading a book like these, when I can't feel and experience what the character's feeling and experiencing. I have to. I have to know what the house looks like. I have to know what it smells like. Those mothballs. And so I want to know. And I thought mothballs... Just tell us already, damn it. I thought mothballs were moth... Little dead moths. They're not tellish. Mothballs are small balls of chemical pesticide and deodorant sometimes <laughs> used when storing clothing and other articles susceptible to damage from mold or moth larvae. Oh my gosh, so moths feed on mothballs. Mothballs, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the room smells like that. <laughs> this is going to be a long podcast. Um, oh. uh, the, the room smells like that and the, the room is filled with science books is what it says at first mm-hmm. hold on dear dear listener and there's also a cat there and her name's Sarah Beth and there's she's also a black. big scare out this is like one of the big scares in the I think chapter 3 or 4 where it's like blackness covered my face oh yeah he opens the closet and blackness covers his face and it turns out it's a it cat it's just the cat Sarah and Beth her name's Sarah Beth and um, Cat- Catherine, great aunt, great aunt Catherine go- comes right out and says she's pure evil. Yeah, and then giggles and walks away, clicks <laughs> her teeth. Um, Trigger is f- forced to stay outside because great aunt Catherine is allergic or something. Excuse me. And Catherine has put together a dog run in the backyard. Oh, really? I thought a it was fenced, just like a pen and something. A like fence. That. She made like a fenced-in pen. Listen, she's got a lot of time on her hands because honestly, what does she do? <laughs> What does she do? Ain't no TV in that house. She couldn't even hear it anyway if she had it. Does she have a job? No, she makes puzzles and drinks tea and clicks her teeth. I will talk. We will talk about those clicking, clacking teeth. If you thought mothballs were interesting, wait to hear about the iced tea. (laughs) Listen, I just thought it was strange. Turn it up. Turn it up. That she built a dog pen. I couldn't picture it. What do you mean a dog pen? And you know what? I got to give her some credit, though. She she just doesn't build dog pens. She cooks a lot of dogs. Beef. She cooks a lot of beef. She too. might as well be cooking boeuf bourguignon. Oh, thank you for pronouncing that correctly. Mm, boeuf. Well, a little bit. Monster boeuf. Monster mothballs. Um, mothballs. Andy boeuf. decides. Mom's gone. Andy decides to go take a trigger on a walk. Andy decides. Oh, Evan decides. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself because I'm so excited to introduce the next wow. character. Okay, let's just do it. So. He, tr- he decides to take Trigger for a walk, and while yes. he's walking, he meets a girl wearing... Well, before... I'm sorry. Before... <laughs> Matthew just gave me... Matthew just gave me a face that looks like the haunted mask. Oh, it looks like Great Aunt Catherine. Um, this is uh, introducing a great classic Goosebumps scare f- to this book. They did it in... Uh, Arlstein did it in Welcome to Dead House, but it's the hand on the shoulder. It's the, the hand, hand that rocks the shoulder. It's the hand on the shoulder fake out. Like, oh, God, somebody put their hand on my shoulder and, ah, chapter break, I'm so scared, ah. And it turns out it's Andy. 
Andy wearing an oversized yellow shirt over black spandex leggings and, and yellow, yellow Nikes. Nikes. I got it, Daniel. Fine. You go talk about her then. Oversized yellow shirt over black. You already said that. Anyway. She's pretty. She has short, wavy, dark brown hair, flashing brown eyes, a playful, teasing smile, and she is sassy as all get out. She's literally dripping with sass, and she says things to Evan that he just rolls with those punches. She's like, what's the dog's name, Trigger? That's a stupid name. You're stupid. And Evan's like, yeah, I guess I am. He's like, yeah, my name's Evan. Evan's stupid name. <laughs> That's true. She doesn't like her name, Angie, because her real name is Andrea. Andrea. It sounds stuck up like I should be wearing a corduroy jumper with a prim white blouse walking a toy poodle, says Andy. Is that what it sounds like, Andy? Andre. Did you Andre. imagine it is... Andrea or Andrea? I think I imagine it because Arlstein sp- like spells it out literally. It's it's like A A A N N N N N N D D D R R R E. So how does it sound like? And in my brain, it sounded like this: Andrea. To me, it only sounds like Emily Blunt saying Anne Hathaway's character's name, like Andrea. Andrea. Runway is a fashion magazine, so an interest in fashion is crucial. What makes you think I'm not interested in fashion? I'm gonna go with that one. I'm really gonna go with that one. I wish I wish I had heard that. that so Andre, uh, and say it, say it, Andrea. Andrea, Andrea, Andrea. And um, Evan decide to go into town, and Andy says, "I need to get a." toy for my cousin's birthday so let's just go to wagner's novelties and sundries they go to this funky old toy store what are sundries p.s i don't know i didn't google that you didn't google that i didn't google sundries. you googled mothballs but you didn't google do you want me sundries? to do you want me to google sundries yeah. yeah i think i do hashtag sundries search sundry search 2014 get it girl i got it give me the tea Sundries may refer to miscellaneous small items usually of no large value and too numerous to mention separately, such as dry goods, toiletries. Doesn't sound like toys to me. Well, maybe they're miscellaneous small toys of no large value and too numerous to mention separately. Okay, cool. Anyway. So they go to Wagner's and... Excuse me. Do you have any n- n- Nintendo games? <laughs> this is how the this is how Wagner's is described. I have a peeve. I have a pet. Okay. With this, um, as a dark, low ceilinged room, mm-hmm. narrow, long with a with a, a long counter that runs all the way through it and shelves. And then in the next sentence, uh, Evan says it was like a warehouse. Huh? Huh? Ain't a warehouse real big? Ain't a warehouse huge? Ain't a warehouse real big? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a low ceiling, dark room with narrow, narrow tits. Do you, do they have any Nintendo games? Do, do you have any Nintendo games? That's a hard sentence to say. Do you have any Nintendo games? Do you have feminine enough? Is that feminine enough? What is that from? I can't remember now. Feminine enough? Mm, Allie McBeal was an episode of Allie, Allie McBeal. McBeal. I might be making that up. Wow. I think no. I think it. I think it was. Nin, do you have any Nintendo? Do you have any Nintendo? Do you have any? Do you have any Nintendo games? Do you have any Nintendo games? You feminine know, enough? You know do you, you have need any Nintendo unique New York? Uh, red leather. Uh, fuck. Red leather, yellow leather, blue leather. Oh. Mother pheasant plucker. Oh. I'm a mother pheasant plucker. I pluck mother pheasants. I'm the most pleasant mother pheasant plucker who's ever plucked a mother pheasant. Oh. See, you still. She still got it. I never lost it. She's still got it. She's so out they're there. searching for Nintendo games or some game. Do you have any Nintendo? Do you have any Nintendo games? Cat, try it. See, she did it. Yeah, I knew she could. I do knew it. she could do it. Um, they find a room in the back. What is this? The haunted mask? Yeah. What is this? A haunted mask? They have a, find a room in the back and they find a blue heavy can in the back. It's like the size of a, a can of soup. A dusty, dusty old can. And it says, Monster, Monster Blood. Blood. Surprising, Surprising Miracle Substance. substance. <gasps> Woo! And nothing else. It's a blue can. Mm-hmm. It's blue. Blue like the cover of the book. Blue can trout. <laughs> Sick. The owner pops up and says, What are you doing back here? Get out of here! Sounds like Great Aunt Catherine. It sounds like the haunted mask. 
And he says, no, 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 you can't have that. It's no good. It's old. And Andrea says, I'll take it for $2. He's like, okay. He says, okay, fine. And Andy goes, oh, we can share it. So they take it home. They take it home and they come home and they find out that great aunt Catherine is talking to Sarah Beth. (laughs) What a kooky old coot. I know. So they decide to run upstairs and open the monster blood and they can and it's so hard to open. And they finally open the can and it's full of this thick green, cold, bright green, cold liquid. It's like that color green that you would think glows in the dark and it does. Oh, it does. And it's it's thicker than jello. Here, let me go pick it up. Oh, it's heavier than I thought. I can put it into a ball. It bounces and stretches. Oh, I want to go throw it in the backyard. Let's toss it. It doesn't lose its shape. Oh, wow. Woo, woo. Oh, man. We're having so much fun. I actually dropped it. Huh? <laughs> you dropped trigger it on the no. grass. Trigger, oh, no. Trigger, no. Trigger, no. Trigger, don't, don't eat it. Trigger, trigger, don't trigger, eat trigger, it. trigger, no. Trigger ate some. Now, I picture the monster blood as Gak. Yeah. It's Gak, right? Yeah. It's bright green Gak. Yeah. Am I right, ladies? Yeah. The glow-in-the-dark description is really specific. and gives Ooh, you. I like it. They go in the closet to make sure it glows in the dark, and it does, and it's so exciting. I love it. I love that it's cold and thick and doesn't leave a smudge. It leaves a little spot on the floor that when they bounce it. does. It. Yeah, I, yeah. I take it back. But not as much as Gak does, right? I don't remember. I miss Gak. That was a mean movie. Remember when they had scented Gak? I, this is... Uh... You don't? They had pencil-scented Gak. They did? They had pencil-scented. They had grass-scented Gak. I'm not kidding you. Pencil-scented. It smelled like fresh... It smelled like showing fresh lead up your nose. <laughs> that doesn't sound appealing. Oh, it was so much fun. I don't remember that. I want to order some. You probably can. Just don't go to Wagner's Novelties and Sundries. Trigger small, swallows some. Cut to the next day. Great Aunt Catherine is making some tea and click clacking those teeth. She just teeth. clicks her teeth while she drinks. Arlstein makes a point mm, to let me drink. Arlstein makes a point to say that after she sips iced tea, she clacks her teeth together. I've never forgotten that my whole life. It sounds like such an old lady. No, I picture it less. That's more of a chitter. I, I'm I just think, giving you a lot of clacking. I, I think it's more of a clack in the back. Like like a <laughs> It makes me want some os tea. Um here Isn't there some line in the book where it's like she must be at least seventy five or something that they call out her age or whatever? I don't remember. Okay. But Evan notices for the first time that she's wearing like, a, I don't know if those are her teeth. She's wearing a bone pendant. That's right. I want a yes, bone pendant. I do too. I have a ring that's made of bone. It's not a pendant. I was thinking that if and when I never get married, that I would have a ring that's bone. Oh. Yeah. I never thought of it like that. I have one. It's It will only fit on my pinky because it's so small, but it's. I just love just bone. Just that bone It's ring? that smooth bone. But I think she literally has a bone yeah. from her. Yeah. Maybe from one of her stews. Okay. Catherine says, why don't you go out and play? And so Evan goes outside with his red gap tea and I his denim mom, cutoffs. Is it mom, mom calls Mom first. calls. Mom and calls. And she's like, bad news. I'm not going to be back as soon as I thought it's harder to find a house. How thought. long is Evan? And how long does Evan end up being there? Do you honestly think that I know? No, I don't think you do. So denim cutoffs, red gap t-shirt. I would just like to point out, um, like I said for the Stay of the Basement episode, I wish I'd been wearing my Dodgers hat, which I am today. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing my Dodgers hat in honor of Mr. Brewer. But I am wearing denim cutoffs. That's true. I made them myself. <laughs> I have a red gap shirt. You do? Yes. The I gap? can't believe I didn't wear it. What a waste. I am so sorry. So anyway, let's go over to Andy's. Let's go over to Andres. And they're on uh, and Evan's on his way to Andy's, and no, he runs into twins. Those beefy blonde twins. With their short, white, blonde hair and their round, red faces. Are you faces. talking about Rick and Tony? The Bamer twins? <laughs> They're wearing their metal tees with their baggy shorts. I don't know about you, but I think the Bamer twins is so pretty cool. I didn't think of them like that. I was just more confused by the last name because it's B-E-Y-M-E-R. So is I it think it's Bamer. Beamer? I think it's Bamer. Bamer. The Bamer twins. Because I was thinking Beyonce. It's Bay. It's. I mean, it is Beyonce. Beyonce. Bamer. The Bamer twins. I think if you asked ba- Beyonce, she would say it's Beyonce. Yeah. I don't think we you'd dare ask her. No, that. I would never. I would never, never dare ask her a question. 
the Bamer twins. Maybe it is Beyonce. Beyonce. Well, I know it's Beyonce, but I'm saying that like, maybe it's like Rihanna work or it's it's Rihanna or like or like yeah. it's Lindsay Lohan, but everybody says Lindsay and Lohan. It's Aaliyah and not Aaliyah. Yeah, I love how it's just like this understood. It's like oh, these are bullies, and bullies just beat you up if you're alive. You know, you know what I mean? They are aggressive and scary, and I'm more scared of them than I am the monster blood. Oh, I'm not scared of the monster blood. You're not? No, I never actually was. Oh, well, what about the end of the book, Matthew Scott? Spoiler alert. So Andy shows up with her bike wearing pink shorts and a yellow sleeveless undershirt top. I have that written down too. Would somebody tell me what a yellow sleeveless undershirt top? It's a wife beater. Except Arlstein just doesn't know the word wife beater, or maybe he's not allowed to say wife beater in a Goosebumps book. I didn't think of it that way. Sleeveless undershirt top. I didn't think of it that way. Should have Googled it. I have a yellow tank. So the Bamer twins. <laughs> the Bamer twins straight up take, steal Andy's bike and knock her to the ground. A it's, girl, they hit her and knock her to the ground. It's pretty violent. And then, is it scary? But Andy can hang. Like, Andy's a tough motherfucker. She, like, does She's like, whatever. They'll bring it back or I'll find it later. And Evan's like, okay. They steal her bike. Oh. Wait. Matthew, what's wrong? Oh, he's choking. <coughs> Oh, he's choking. My collar's too tight. Oh, no, his collar's too tight. His eyes are rolling the back of his head. Spittles coming out of his mouth. Oh, it must be because I'm growing. Um, they, they go home and they find that Trigger's collar is too tight. Something must have triggered it. Ugh. Wow. Actually, that was pretty good. Thank you. Um, they don't know why, and they don't even theorize why. They I just say, it's so violently obvious to me it's like oh trigger's growing because he had monster blood monster blood grows i think it's just because we know monster that that might be it we all know monster blood so well we know that it's going to grow and on the back of the book it says it right um they don't put two and two together they just think oh that's weird and then they go to check on the monster blood and it's grown out of its out of its can and it's not cold anymore it's It's all warm warm. and it's all (laughs) sticky Woo! And it doesn't bounce anymore. It oh, just, just kind of slips and slops. It just slips and slides around like a snail trail. Oh, <laughs> sick. Now I know I'm going to be sick. It's warm and it feels like it's breathing. Oh, sickly. Just like these plants in my dad's basement. Oh, stay out of the basement. Stay out of the monster you know, blood Evan, can. Evan should have stayed out of the basement too, but oh, we'll get to that. Oh. Um, The next day, Andy goes over... <sighs> Evan goes over to Andy's. I'm sorry, I keep messing up those names. And Andy's out front untying a cat that has been roped around a, a tree. A calico cat. The Bamer twins. The Bamer twins had wrapped a cat like around a tree. Snatched the cat back. And a poor kitty cat. Andy is wearing faded de- denim jeans with a pale green oversized tee. Work. I know, she's looking real good these days. Glamorous. They go back to Evan's house and Catherine's there just being kooky. Crazy old coot. Does she say something about the monster blood at this point? Oh, she'd come upstairs when they were looking at the monster blood can. Uh, she goes, let me look at that or something. And, and then she looks at and it. she says, be careful. She says, be careful. At one point. Yeah, and then kind of saunters out of the room. And Andy makes a point. It's like, blah, 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 blah. And Evan says. That's a good point. Evan says, she's deaf. She can't hear what I'm anything I'm saying. And he says, see? And he says, you're a crazy old coot to her face. The thing is, like, even rereading this book today or whatever, I was like, oh, my gosh. I couldn't remember how it ended. So I was like, oh, she's faking the deafness. I thought she was faking it, too. There's no way she's not faking it. And listener, you love to find out unless you've read the book. Um, they also go to the backyard and they see that Trigger is twice his size. Uh oh, twice his size at this point. Yeah, he's big and huge, and then he breaks out and he runs away and he goes <sighs> running through the street and, and he's Evan, chasing the Bamer twins. And Evan's running after them, and all of a sudden it's nighttime, <sighs> and then and, and then it's the thundering footsteps and. And Trigger growls, but it's not like a bark. It's like a monster and, roar. And Trigger stops and his forehead bulges forward. No. And, no, he, he's tur- and he starts howling, howling. Oh, oh it's so oh. terrifying. It's so terrifying. Oh, oh it's just a dream. Evan just wakes up. It was just a dream. Oh, gosh. Oh, it was all just a dream. But then he looks down. He looks down. Oh, God. He's big, too. He's giant. He's, he's growing huge. just he's like huge. the monster He can't blood. stop no, growing. No, oh, no, no. no. Oh, thank Whoa, God. It was just a dream. It was just another dream. God, I hate those double dreams. I hate that dream within a dream those, tour. 
I don't hate that. But like double <laughs> dreams are a thing that doesn't happen, right? I remember an episode of Doug, Disney's Doug actually, which some people may consider blasphemy, which I loved as much as the Nickelodeon series. There was one episode where the, he had like a double dream and he goes, oh, I hate double dreams. Have in you fact, ever had a, a double Halloween dream? Episode. I, no, I haven't. That's why I'm bringing it up because I'm not sure it's a thing that happens. I've had a dream where it was like, I'm laying in my bed trying to go to sleep, but this is a dream. You know what I mean? I guess so. Like I've had a dream where I woke up and I just woke up from sleeping and I and it was still nighttime, but I was having a dream about waking up from sleeping and it was still oh, nighttime. Oh, okay. Have you ever had those dreams where it's like you're you're falling asleep, right? You're already nodding. I'm, I'm falling asleep and it's like you fall and you fall and you literally feel like you've hit the ground. You wake up like <gasps> that kind of stuff. I used to know why that happened. Why? I used to know. I don't know now. Oh, damn it. Google so it. So scary. Anyway, so Evan has a double dream, which is, uh, I don't know if that's a mystery or so not. So Andy and Evan take Trigger to the vet, which I think is a very adult thing to do. It is. It's like something I don't think they would do later in the series. How do they reason. pay for it? I don't know. But basically the vet's like, we're doing a bunch of tests and everything's probably he fine. He just has a growth spurt and Evan's like, at age 12? And the vet's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I guess not. But here, have this dog food. Here, it'll be perfect for here, it. Yeah, it'll be fine. Have D- some spaghetti. Thanks for stopping by, Andy. All right, see you kids hey, later. Hey, hello to your mommy. Stay out of trouble. Hey, get out of here. Hey, I'm what are you doctor. doing later? I'm Take Dr. care. Forster. Make Give him some of this food. Yeah, it's yeah, good for yeah, him. Yeah, tell I said, what's up? Yeah, tell her hello for me, all right? Yeah, tell tell your mother hello. Stew. I want some of that beef stew. Sure. And, and so then Evan's and, like, Evan's like, I'm going to get me some ice cream. I think I'd like some ice cream. Oh. Maybe a good humor bar. Oh, that sounds delicious or a right sickle. now. Oh my gosh. I want one of those strawberry shortcake bars. Or like flavor ice. Ooh, I'll, I'd clack my teeth for that. Mm, I'd clack my clackers. You got me saying, damn it. So Evan goes to get some um, ice cream and leaves Trigger outside. I'm like, first of all, I'm like, this is a dumbass move. I'm like, you got a giant ass cocker spaniel that you're just going to tie to a fire hydrant and you're going to go inside to get some ice cream and everything's going to turn out just fine. I don't think so. I love dogs so much more than any person. I would say, please. Please. I love dogs so much more than I, I love any person. Is what for I mean. sure. Yeah. Um, Rick and Tony show up and they find Trigger and they're teasing Trigger and Trigger fights back and breaks out of his collar or whatever and starts chasing uh, him down the street just like the nightmare that Evan had. And Evan's had like, the oh my before. gosh, is this my dream? Is this my dream? And that's the end of the chapter. <laughs> they kind of abandon it. At the beginning of the next chapter, it's like him like, and then I woke up and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what happened at the end of that? But then we get the exposition, exposition a later. little bit when he's on the phone with Ian. So we have learned Eden. since that the monster blood has grown even more and it has moved from a can to a bucket. Yeah, now it's in a bucket. It's grown. And Evan goes over to Andy's house and... It was around this time when they're like, it's it's growing bigger than the bucket. What are we supposed to do with it? And I was thinking to myself, just fucking throw it out or just leave it in the woods it somewhere. Out. It's not your responsibility. Who cares? And just at that exact moment, Andy goes, why don't we, why can't we just get rid of it? And Evan makes the only good point about it. He was like, we can't. But the, And the one thing that makes me believe it, I guess, is he's like, Trigger swallowed some of it. We need a little bit of it just, just in, in case, case or whatever. some reason or whatever. And, and I was like, even okay, says, I should we call it. the police? Like, call the police or something? I appreciate her throwing that out there. Good old this is Andrea. where they figure it out. Hey, wait a minute. It took them this long to figure it out. That they they say, oh, gosh, Trigger's growing. Is it the monster blood, do you think? Oh, I never thought of that. Do Want you some ice think, cream? Do you think it is? Um, Andy, at this point, takes some of the monster blood? Yeah, they split it like they, in half, They basically. split it at this point, And they notice that when they're playing with the monster blood, it's pulling them and it's sucking and it's making... It's making these sickly <laughs> sucking noises like Daniel's making right now. <laughs> <laughs> Those are Daniel's cheeks, not mine, just so you know. <laughs> they think it's warm and it feels alive. And Evan goes outside with a big old bucket. And you know who's outside, you guys? The Bamer the twins. Bamer twins. And then they just beat him up. They, literally. They seriously punch. I was a little shocked. I was. I thought it was kind of scary. They scandalous punch him in the face. They punch him in the face. Punch him in the stomach and punch him in the face. And, and then the, they, the, he drops the monster blood. And I thought this was interesting. He said the monster blood spills out in one big fat piece. On the, in the grass. I always pictured it like spilling out. Like flopping around. But yeah. it stays in one big yeah, fat plop, plop. I was also a little concerned when I was reading it. Because they set us up with Andy saying like. Oh my dad and his plants in the yard. Better not screw up the plants. It's so important to my dad. And then I'm like. Oh no the monster blood spilling on the grass something bad's gonna happen with the grass but then nothing ever really does i also think it's interesting to note that there's i don't and i said this before but there's just like this understood thing where it's like evan's alive there are quote bullies they have to beat him up for some reason it gets better 
I mean, like, what the? What is that? You know what I mean? Like, why? This book wouldn't hang in, in today's um, bully conscious culture. I don't think it would. Yeah. I don't like it. I was I was a little you know what I was a little shocked when the the Bamer twins literally hit. Andy. I couldn't believe how much they abused him, and it was kind of scary. And it was Look. it was maybe kind of, maybe it's kind of like that fifties idea of like you got to get tough, kid. Or yeah, something. I guess so. Uh, Arlston grew up in the fifties. Yeah, he's They're sixties. Old. Anyway, I don't know. so um, he has like a black eye immediately and like a puffy face. And then Andy's mom waves Andy in to have dinner from the kitchen, and she sees that there's a boy that's beat up and bleeding in her yard. And, and she, she says, doesn't do anything about it. And it's says the Andy come in fault. for dinner. And so then Evan goes home, and it all starts with the parents. Yeah. And Kate, great great aunt Catherine sees him and says, "You're a little rough. You're a little rough now. You you're like to pick on people." You like to pick on people two times. You're shy. Your daddy was skinny like you, good old chicken. His chicken name, was I called skinny him like chicken. you. I called you I daddy called chicken. Him chicken. You want some beef? You want some white meat or some dark meat? You want some beef? You want some chicken? chicken. <laughs> Got chicken, bitch. Shouldn't say that. <laughs> um. So Evan takes the monster blood, <laughs> and he takes it down to the. He doesn't know where to put it. Should he put it in the garage with the big wheelbarrow? No. no. Why don't you go to the basement? Oh, there's a basement? We've learned now that it's a basement's a fine place to go. A basement? He goes into the basement and, oh no, there's cobwebs. Uh, oh no, there's spiders. Spiders. Oh no, there's a dressmaker dummy. Oh, whoa, 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 This must be what eight Greg Catherine, eight Grant Catherine used to look like. <laughs> I, I, Evan says that. He's like, oh, this must be what she used to look like. And I was like, what? Like a, like a shapeless form there was a there was the good fake out though where it's like then i tripped over a dead body oh wait it was just a dressmaker's dummy <sighs> night of living dressmaker's dummy oh he walks he stalks he's still walking he's still stalking he puts the monster blood in a bathtub and it fills it halfway oh goodness gracious and then Beth shows up Beth comes in she she pushes him into the monster blood and then he falls to the monster blood and you guys the it's... monster blood rises up and pulls him Bless you. Bless you. Oh, I must be allergic to that cat. Oh, we're so allergic to chaos. To bitch. And the monster bud pulls Evan back in, Kay. and there is this battle. And I felt like I was in it. There was this battle of monster blood pulling him into the, into itself, into the bathtub. And it's like a metaphor for puberty. <laughs> and Evan's pulling himself out, and he can't, and he won't, and he, and he finally makes it out. And I am exhausted. And at this point, he's like, okay, so shit's going down. Should I tell Great Aunt Catherine? I don't know. She doesn't like me. She's she mean. hates me so much. So she he finds me. a yellow legal pad, writes it all down, and, and says, he says, I have a problem. I need your help. The, the bathtub, bathtub downstairs, downstairs is overflowing with, with green monster blood, and, and I, I can't, can't stop it. And she laughs. <laughs> she laughs until there's tears. She laughs until she's crying. Is it? I don't think her laugh would sound like that. I think her laugh would be like, no, it would be like, <laughs> yeah, my neighbors are going to freak out. Sorry. And he says, <laughs> you like to joke. You're not serious like chicken. And Evan says, I don't care about chicken. <laughs> he goes to bed angrily. So the next day. No, before he does that, she grabs his earlobe really tightly. And she's like, told you to be careful. Oh, that's right. Gosh, that part is so confusing. Because I'm like, so she she has an awareness of the monster blood somehow or, or something. But she just laughed know. at it till she cried. I don't understand. So Evan and Andy decide they're going to take the monster blood back to the toy store. Good idea. Trash bags. Yeah, garbage bags down the street. That sounds hard. It Dragging does. trash bags full of monster blood? Wouldn't those trash bags break? Not heavy duty ones, I guess. Whatever. Anyway, so guess what? They show up to Wagner's Novelties and Sundays. And it's out and of it's business. And it's closed. Yeah. So they go back Sorry. to Great Aunt Catherine's house. They put it in a big old trash can, and See, right. When... What I don't understand is like, okay, wh- like getting the 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 um, continuity of the size of how big Monster Blood is. To me, a bis- a bathtub bigger than a metal trash can. Yes, I don't. It's 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 a little unclear because we go from a bathtub and then pour it into a trash can. I'm like, shouldn't the well, size? Well, we go of be we go bigger? from bathtub to two big trash bags to a trash can. Right. So that would tell us that a trash can wouldn't be big enough. Right when they put it into the trash can, a telegram comes. Right. And at that exact same time, I was thinking, like, I was like, how did they call Great Aunt Catherine to ask her if Evan can stay there for a while? Because she can't talk on the phone. And the telegram says, uh, I'm com- this is your mother. I'm coming home, basically. This is your mother. Stop. Please, mother. Stop. Stop. 
That's a the Sex in the City reference. Ah, I have the sex, you have the sex, we all have the sex. If you really like this podcast, you should also listen to our Sex in the City podcast that's not ours. It's our friend. And Matt. if you don't like this podcast, you should really listen to our friend's podcast, Carry On, the Sex in the City podcast. Sometimes we're guests. <laughs> so mom's coming home, yay telegram, and Evan goes, I have to go tell Trigger the good news. Yeah, Trigger will be so excited. And he goes to the backyard and, oh goodness, Trigger is now two times as big as he was before. So he's four times as big as he was when we first found him. Okay, him. so he's like the size of a pony, I He's guess. the size of a pony is what they say. He, Time to pony up. Bup, 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 bup. So Trigger runs away and Evan runs after him. Oh no, oh no. And then Evan accidentally runs into the trash can and knocks over the monster blood. And this is where shit gets real because the monster blood is not just a passive character anymore. It no. rises It up. stands up on its I own. Rise. It stands up and turns around, says R.L. Stein, and comes towards Evan. And it points at Evan and goes, you. No, I'm kidding. It, it doesn't, doesn't do, do that. that. It just stands up and rises and starts bouncing around like a big fastball. Sure. And, and Andy and or Evan scream, it's alive. So they start running down they the driveway. They start running down the driveway. Now, I have I have a, a bone to pick about this. Daniel has a bone pendant to pick about this. This whole... Front yard action sequence is confusing to me because they say the monster blood rises up and is a big bouncing fastball, right? Right. Now, if the monster blood is as big as two trash cans, which it should be, right? Don't you think that big bouncing ball would move a fast at a fast pace and a large distance? Pulling a Michael Myers. No, I refuse to believe that. Okay. Arl Stein says it's bouncing fast towards them. I don't know how big this yard or driveway is. But it takes a long time for the monster blood to get to them. So it's bouncing. It's rolling over robins that are trying it to pull. It eats a bird at And then some the point. Bamer twins show up. Like they always do. And it, and it eats the Bamer twins. It does. And you can see. And all of a sudden monster blood is see-through now. Because you can see their bodies bouncing along inside the ball of monster blood. It's and so And at the weird. exact same time, great aunt Catherine opens the door. And, and says, what is that? And the screen door, by the way, yeah, opens she- that. And says, what is that? And then... The monster blood's like, we're coming for you, even though it doesn't say that. So it changes course and bounces like across the yard or whatever and goes inside the house. And which confuses me is, you know how a screen door works? It's like you open it and it slams kind of shut. I don't know. I don't know how this happens, but the monster blood just goes through the front door. So it goes in the, it goes in the front door. And instead of killing anyone immediately, it just bounces It for just a bounces while. for a long time in the living room and... Evan and Andy running after it, and great Aunt Catherine stand there, and she said, I made this thing, now I must die for it. What? And then all of a sudden, she's crying, too, by the way. And Andy says, I knew it, I knew she put a spell on it. That bone pendant, those witch books we saw in Did the Did Andy the say that, or Evan say that? No, I, a- Andy. Oh. Yeah. She says, I, I knew she, uh, that bone pendant, that her black shawl, I wrote this, specifically wrote this note down, I'm pointing to notes I actually wrote. Andy, the reasons why she knows, um, Great Aunt Catherine put a spell on it. Is her bone pendant, her witch books, which I guess were in the office or whatever. I thought they were science books. I thought they were too. And her black shawl. There's a big difference between witchcraft and, great and Ca- science. And Great Aunt Catherine says, is there? And Great Aunt Catherine says, no, no, she did it. And points to Andy. She did it. And Evan's like, no, Andy, Andy did no, it. Andy, Andy did it. No, no, no. She's pointing past Andy. Andy. She's pointing to Sarah. Sarah Beth. It's the cat. So then, the cat, Sarah Beth. The cat turns into a woman with red hair. She has yellow, fiery red hair. Yellow, and yellow eyes. And, and she's wearing a black Gorgeous black gown. gown. She is gorgeous. She is flawless. And we learned this crazy convoluted opulence. You own everything. Touch this skin, honey. Yeah. Um, she looks like an overgrown orangutan. And orangutan. That's right. That's right. And Sarah Beth tells this convoluted backstory where she says, or no, great Aunt Catherine tells it. She says, 20 years ago, Sarah Beth cast a spell on me to make me her personal slave. What? Yeah. Apparently, 20 years ago, Sarah Beth came into the house or something, made great Aunt Catherine her personal slave, made, made her, her deaf, deaf, and then wouldn't let her learn sign language. And wouldn't let her have any guests. And so when Andy and when Evan showed up to the house, um, Sarah Beth immediately tried to scare, scare Evan, Evan. But then realized scaring wouldn't work. She so, she, a- so she wanted to get him out of the way. And um, 
She was. She said she was terrified that he would somehow find out her secret, that she was a witch cat, and would free Catherine from her spell somehow. This doesn't make... It doesn't make any, any sense. sense. Why is Sarah Beth a cat? I don't know. So Sarah Beth forced Great Aunt Catherine to put a spell on the monster blood. Sure. I don't get it. And... And Catherine says, just kill me. And Sarah Beth says, no, you have to kill the children. Kill the children. They know too much. Kill the children. My monster blood, kill the children. The monster blood, by the way, is still just bouncing in the living room. Just hanging out. This monstrously huge ball of monster blood is just bouncing in the living room. And they and it starts bounding towards Evan and Andy. They're like, oh no, it's coming towards us. No. How big is this living room? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it makes me so angry. But then, saving the day, comes Trigger through the screen door. <laughs> and oh, 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 starts barking. And oh no, it scares, great, uh, it scares Sarah Beth. And Sarah Beth is pushed back into the monster blood. And she's sucked, sucked in, in soundlessly, <laughs> says R.L. Stein. And then the monster blood shrinks. Trigger shrinks. Rick and Tony fall out of the monster blood on the floor. And now R.L. Stein says this. He says they fall face down, their eyes unblinking and lifeless. How can we see those eyes if they're face down? And also, if the monster blood had swallowed, I guess, Andy and Evan, I, would they have not have died because now Rick and Tony are just fine? They didn't suffocate or anything. Yeah, they would have been fine. Oh, okay. I don't know. So then the Robin also that it ate flies out the door or whatever. And, and then all of a sudden Catherine can hear. Yeah. And Rick and Tony seem dazed and they just run out of the house. And then a dark figure shows up at the door. Oh no, oh no. Oh no, what is it? It's, it's the mom. Evan's mom shows up and everybody's so excited. And Catherine immediately grabs the mom and says, I have a story to tell you over tea. And they're just like laughing like, oh, so crazy. <laughs> and then Evan's like, uh. I think I'm going to miss you, Andy. And Andy's like, yeah, I don't know. How am I supposed to be in touch? Maybe we can write you later. Like, Let's get a phone credit card and I'll call you. Yeah, maybe. And she's, and then Andy's like, I have something kind of weird to ask. Do you mind if I keep the monster blood? And then they go to look and grab the monster blood. And it's gone. <laughs> so now can Daniel, you read the beginning and end of the book. So we're going to do that fun thing. Here we go. Are you ready? It's more fun than mothballs. I don't want to stay here. Please don't leave me here. It was gone. And I gave this book a C plus. Do you still give it a C plus? I think I'd give it a C. <laughs> or maybe a C minus. Why? Why? <laughs> Just because those plot holes you could drive a boat through. <laughs> um, I love the idea of Monster Blood and I love what Monster Blood looks like, but this is not one of my favorite books. No. But it's a In classic. Fact, and it's the one that has the most sequels. Monster Blood 2, 3, and 4. The book, the series ends. Original Goosebumps Aaron ends with number 62, Goosebumps number 62, Monster Blood 4. I think that's the only book that I've only read once. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I would always, as a kid, like, groan when there was another Monster Blood book to read. Because it Ugh, doesn't... I'm glad that you love it. It doesn't really fascinate oh, me. Oh, no. Really. I don't... I, I love the idea of Monster Blood. Oh, okay. Um, let's talk about the television episode. Yeah, let's just crank it out. This television episode is short and sweet. There's a lot of differences, too. Let's start with Great Aunt Catherine. Well, let's first say that it was first, in let's say this. season two, episode 15, and it aired November 16th, 1996. 1996. So, Great Aunt Catherine now, she can hear. She can hear. She has gray hair. And um, she loves listening to crazy tuneless classical music. She spends, I, I she spends probably 90% of her time um, conducting an invisible orchestra in her living room, like a cackling old kooky old coot witch. And it starts at the beginning with tuneless classical music. And then it kind of uh, starts into, with a voiceover. They, they get that exposition. Well, I was, exposition what I was saying was, was she starts it when she's listening to music at the beginning of the episode, it's classical music. And then it kind of devolves into goosebumpy, um, a score, and then it's just kind of sounds. Yeah, it's odd. So, 
Evan is there. Evan, his blonde hair, he is, does not have red curly no, hair. No, he does have kind of red cheeks, so there's like a vague right, rosation thing right, going on. Right, red cheeks. And he shows up to the house. And wait, He's like, I don't want to stay with Granny and Catherine. She's, she's eccentric. Weird. She's eccentric. She, they keep repeating how eccentric she is. And her sugar cookies. Oh, she makes the sugar cookies. are so gross. They replace the beef stew idea, I guess, with sugar cookies. Whatever. And she smells like mothballs. They say it so often. Do they even know yes, And she's allergic to animals. She can't have animals in the house. So she says Trigger, has, Trigger to has to stay on the backyard. Now, Trigger is played by the same dog that played Petey. Petey. And Petey. welcome to And house. we all remember He's what... He's He is gorgeous in the... Such a phenomenal actress. And such a phenomenal actress. She is such a fa fa fa. She is such a phenomenal actress. Uh, do you sell Nintendo games? Feminine enough. Um, and she's fantastic. So the kids, the the kids basically dump the parents. Now the parents basically dump Evan, and they're gone. Like and the that. first thing Great Aunt Catherine says is, "Stay, stay out, out of the, the room, room across, across the hall." The stay out of the basement. basement. And do you know what Evan immediately does? Immediately goes immediately goes into the room across the hall. There's like a uh, they put this weird film over the camera where it's like supposed to be like spider webs, cobwebs. So literally, this room there is like a devil's pentagram circle for witchcraft on the floor. There's a mirrored wardrobe. It is about as dusty and as creepy as. And it there's gets. like this mirror in the back, and if you turn the light on, you become invisible. But then if you turn the light in, you can see yourself again. Oh wait, that's a different book and episode. So now we're about sixteen minutes into the episode. Yes, Great and Catherine catches him and says, "I told you to stay out." And then Evan leaves, and then she goes up to the wardrobe. And it starts shaking, and she's like, no, oh, no, 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 she's kind of a total blast. You know, she's kind of yellow she's teeth. She's so over the top. Her arms are kind of lifted, and she's like the poor man's kooky old Angela Lansbury. And she's I'll kind of speaking that. in this, like, faux British accent at some times, and she's very community theater. Her hands are lifted, and she I kind of I could go either her. way with her. I'm choosing to like it. I'm choosing to love her. Mm, that's the positive choice, and I'm going to go with that, too. Thank you. You're welcome. So, um... Evan goes outside, meets Andy. And, and, and Andy immediately walks up. She's not as sassy as she is. She's devoid of all personality. She's not as sassy as she is in the book and not as um, shockingly gorgeous as she is in the book. No, she's not really sassy at all. If you count sassy as the second she meets Evan, <laughs> she starts trying to break into the house where he's staying immediately. Yeah, she's like, oh, you live at this house? Oh, Everyone says, she, everyone in tone says she's totally crazy. <laughs> Let's go inside. Let's go inside. Let's go in the room we're not supposed to go into. Next thing you know, there they are, and they're opening the cabinet. They're opening the cabinet in that room, and that's where they find the monster blood. It's a giant glass jar, and kind of just barely at the bottom is like less than an inch of sea green, milky, liquid, watery monster blood. Yes, and it's warm, and they play with it. They bounce the ball, and it bounces all across the room violently, and then immediately she's like, okay, we'll split it. I'll take some, and you take some. Bye. It's not as magical as it is in the book. No, it could have kind of... Oh, but they hear that Aunt Catherine's coming home. She's coming home. Great Aunt Catherine. Oh no, she's coming, coming home. home with her old stupid car, and so her old he, clunky car from Dick Tracy. And Andy runs out to distract her, and this is the line of the episode. Here we go. Me. You guys ready? We're the, Great Aunt Catherine's like, oh, who are you? And she's like, I'm Andy Evans. Uh, Andy Evans' friend. And Great Aunt Catherine says, Oh, are you related to the Chicago Evans' friend? Are you Andy Evans' friend? Andy Evans' friend. Are you related to the Chicago Evans friends? Um, they play outside for a while and trick with the monster blood and trigger eats some. Yep. He does some crazy sexy dog tricks where he flips around and presses. He does some impressive dog tricks and then is totally fine and there and Andy and Evan are like, Oh, he's fine. He was just rolling around like a coot. Lol. And then Great Aunt Catherine comes out and goes, Sugar cookie. I have some my sugar cookie. Have a nice sugar cookie. These sugar cookies are dark green. They're dark greenish gray and they look like stones. They're like big, puffy, hard as rocks looking cookies. Such an odd choice to make it like greenish gray. It's so weird. Um, Immediately the monster blood is growing. Evan notices that it's growing. Something that we forgot to mention, which is a big difference between um, the book and the episode, is when they open the can of monster blood, we're rewinding a little bit, a big flash of green pops out. And then uh, the green turns into the form of a cat. And it runs away. And the cat and runs away. They're like, what is that? What was that? I don't know. But like the audience clearly sees that it's a it's a poorly special affected 
cat. Uh, cat. So, um, Great Aunt Catherine starts sneezing, and she goes, is that beast in the house? I have a something in here. And Evan says, no. And she says, oh, I know there's a beast in this house. And you brought him in here. And she's sneezing you. because of the cat. And she goes to take some medicine, and oh, she's out of a pill. So immediately she leaves. She says, I'll be right back. I got to get my pills. So Evan and Andy are trying to, like, scoop up the monster <laughs> blood that's now spilling into the hallway. And they get it down to the garage-ish, I guess, and go to pour it into a bathtub while Sarah Beth the cat watches. Yes. And then at one point, Evan is so exhausted from pouring all the monster blood into the bathtub, he decides to sit at the edge of the bathtub and just have a little rest. And Andy says, I wouldn't sit there if I were you. And then a big puffy balloon of monster blood comes up behind and sucks Evan in. And it's like, no. No, no. And, and Evan does not, I mean, Andy does not help Evan at all. In fact, she reaches out her hands and goes, uh, Evan, and she backs away. Watch <laughs> it. It's hilarious. She, it's really funny. She completely keeps backing away, keeps backing away with her arms out like she's trying to help. Um, and they pull Evan out with, they pull Evan out with the broom, a broom. It looks really easy to get out, actually. It does. I don't understand why he's so upset. Right. The part we missed was they go out to the backyard Trigger's collar is broken, and there are big, black, cartoonishly black, fake-looking dog footprints. That have been burned That have been burned into the grass. And also, uh, Trigger's leash is just hanging from the sky somewhere. It's hanging from a tree branch, I think. Whatever. Sarah Beth is watching all this stuff go down, by the way, and they play, like, stupid little cat noises when she's watching it. Yeah. It is just, just so crazy. Um, the monster blood is growing rapidly. They run inside the house. It comes out of the bathtub. It pushes its way through the kitchen door. And Great Aunt Catherine comes home. The and we're at the end of the time. episode now, by the way. Yep, there's like two minutes left. So Great Aunt Catherine sees that the monster blood is pouring through the back door. And, and she's, she's like, you unleashed her. Monster blood. Oh, no. And then they see Violet that there. Great Aunt Catherine points towards a cat, a horribly green screened cat. That is sitting on uh, the railing of the stairs, and then that, and then it morphs into on the lowest budget, the lowest budget special effects we can twenty dollar, two buck. Chuck. I could I could do it on iMovie right now. Turns and into this. Turns into Sarah Beth, the woman. She doesn't quite look like she does in the book. She's like fabulously Lilith fared nineties, <laughs> where she has like, are you okay? I'm choking a little bit. Okay, <laughs> is your collar too tight? <coughs> Let me drink some of this. Dr. Pepper. Mm, he needs like some ice cream or something. Actually, I need a something. sugar cookie. Okay, so um, she has really, really long white nails. She has really long horror nails. And she's wearing like a Morticia Adams black dress. But it's kind of like the craft-ish. She has like this really short 90s. All I could see, all I could see was Mrs. Calendar. That's not where I dangle it. Yeah, she looks a lot like Miss Calendar. From, from Buffy. Robia Lamort. From Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And she does these over-the-top movements like she's a cat. Yeah, it's really... And she, like, you know, like, grooms herself and is just... <sighs> scratches herself with her nails. And the backstory is even more vague in the TV episode. We get, like, a faded uh, flashbacky kind of and, thing. In so the I TV guess... episode, it was 30 years ago. A uh, boarder staying at the house. One night, I guess, Great and Catherine goes... Heard a noise at... and could, and found um, Sarah Beth practicing black black it's magic. actually hysterical you guys should actually if you go to netflix just fast for the end of the episode and watch what she looks like it's supposed to be 30 years ago but she looks fabulously the craft 90s with a black leather jacket i bind you nancy from doing harm harm against other people and harm against yourself wait i bind you nancy from doing harm harm against other people and harm against yourself wait i bind you nancy from doing harm harm against other people and harm against yourself and she's like doing over the top cartoony Power Rangers witchcraft where she's like posed and like spinning her arms around going and there's like fire around her. I actually her. Thought, thought it was surprisingly um, contemporary. No, like surprisingly, this isn't going to be the right word, but explicit for like children's television. Yeah, because it's like a, it's like a pentagram and she's like. It's kind of dark. It doesn't looking. really make any sense what exactly kind of witchcraft she's doing, but I guess it's implied that she was trying to kill Great Aunt Catherine or something like I don't, that. I, I don't even think it goes that far. And Great Aunt Catherine goes, and then she stepped back in the monster blood, and all of a sudden there's a jar on the ground, and the back of her pointed black chunk heel gets in the monster blood, and then she gets sucked into it. Let's be a little clearer here because it is so confusing. Great Aunt Catherine walks in. She's doing the magic spell or whatever. There's, Sarah Beth there's some, Sarah Beth is doing the magic spell. There's some sort of vague confrontation 
and Sarah Beth steps backwards into some monster blood that's on the floor and gets sucked into it. It's kind of hilarious because this is pathetic little smear of light green substance and she gets sucked into it. She gets sucked into it and Great Aunt Catherine takes the jar, closes it and puts it in the wardrobe and it is 30 years later. Yeah. And Great Aunt Catherine is terrified of this woman. Yeah. Throw out the jar. Yeah. Just get the jar out of the house. Yeah. She was just a boarder. Ask her to leave. Like, what's the, like, what is, I don't understand. Anyway, um, so giant, giant Trigger shows up. Trigger is way bigger than he is in the book. Right. He's, He's the like size Godzilla of a house. Big. Yeah. Like, like, like his paw can barely fit through the front door. And he starts barking and she reacts like a cat, like, yeah. And then she steps yeah. backwards like she did 30 years ago and gets sucked into the monster blood. And then it gets wrapped up with a bright green bow in a matter of the next 15 seconds. Yes. And it's like, and that's for the end of the monster blood. There, uh, Evan, we hear a voiceover and Evan, it, Evan says, and that was the end of the wicked Sarah Beth. And then next thing you know, he's on a plane to he's, Atlanta. He's on a plane to Atlanta and he's with... Some, is, is it Kermit? I don't know. Some kid with glasses. And he's like, that's a crazy story. And it's like, oh, you'll be safe in Atlanta or whatever. It's like, what'd you do with it? He was like, oh, we buried the monster blood. That's what he says. He Evan says, oh, yeah, we buried it in a place no one would find it. He goes, oh, I hope no, I hope not even a piece of it got on your sh- stuff it's or like, whatever. It's like, me and Trigger will be just fine. Like, he's here? Yeah, he's below the deck or something. And they, like, you know. So we're in a plane, and then the camera sort of, like, shows that it's in the cargo hold underneath the plane, and Trigger's there, looking gorgeous, hitting all of his marks, and, and it sort of pans over to a suitcase. It's and bubbling over It's a really blood. beautiful shot. It is. It looks a really cool, A monster blood actually. pushing out Perfect of the suitcase. Timing. And it says, to be continued. And at this point, it moves to, we did not watch more monster blood, which is the second half of this sort of story, because it does not have anything to do with the first monster blood right. book. We're going to save that for our episode on monster blood too. That's right. Number uh, 18. Number 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so that's monster. Blood. That was monster blood. Some things that, I mean, I love a good witch. I love like a sexy witch in a dress. I like the witchcraft. I it think doesn't that's really, fun. but she like, doesn't make any I sense. like the idea of monster blood, as I said before, but ultimately, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I think it's a bit of a snooze. And you know what? Wasn't that scary? Yeah. No, I don't think it was scary at all. Yeah, it wasn't very scary. But the dream what? sequence was kind of scary, and the um, the dream sequences are the bullying scary was scary. You know, coming into this one, I was like, oh gosh, Monster Blood. We're reading Monster Blood and reviewing it. But like, my love for it is actually growing and, and growing and growing. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. And, you know, please join us for our next book, Say Cheese and Die. Ah, So stay tuned. If you dare. That's all.